A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to The Tweak This Week where group manager Kim and myself break down and talk about The Tweak This Week. Here we are, week seven. Woohoo. We'll just give themselves like a big round of applause for still being here. We're still being here. So let's start with that. Hello, Kim. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm good. I love this point in the program. It's Me one of my too. favorite weeks. It's such a super cool tweak. What I love about the living method, it's not just eat the same shit day in, day out, count what, you know, met, measure way. It's really cool how the tweaks help things progress, where you progress, where you can really get into it, really be in tune with yourself, you know, physically, mentally. I love it. I love the living method. I think it's pretty awesome if I don't say so myself. I do too. I would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, this is where I feel like this is the point in the program where things just really start moving and things start to fall into place for people. And yeah, so I feel like that's that's why it's my favorite point. I feel like we're having yeah. some feedback. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? No, I'm good. It's been a weird tech day. We had some issues with our spill the tea um, with Christy. Was that last night? Yeah, yeah, we've had some. I recorded a podcast today with uh, Cynthia Loist and Josie Dye, um, which was really cool. And we had some technical issues, so we might have them here. But you know, hey, what is you know what's a day at, around here without some technical issues? Exactly. I, I agree. guess that's what we get for <laughs> running an online program where everyone works from home and remote. All right. So week seven, we, so off the heels of downsizing, we have been following the food plan back to the food plan. Again, asking those four questions, eating just enough. So you're walking away 10, 15 minutes later is when you're feeling satisfied. So not in the moment, 10, 15 minutes later, feeling satisfied, maximizing, doing all the things, right? So getting back in tune to those portions off the heels of downsizing. Now, what you're going to do tomorrow is take the same portions and split them into two. You're going to eat the first portion mindfully asking the four questions. Pay attention to how you feel when you're done. Then you're going to wait a half hour and then you're going to mindfully eat the second portion. Now, if you are not hungry for the second portion, you still have to eat a token amount. Now, it was really interesting. Someone on the live today said, well, what about the, because I was saying 20 to 30 minutes and someone was saying, well, what about the rule of, you know, don't eat any sooner than a half hour. Don't go any longer than three and a half. So ideally you want to wait a half hour, but I've become relaxed on that lately, you know, so 20 minutes, 30 minutes. If you don't have at least 20 minutes to split up the meal or snack, I would just eat it as is one portion and, you know, make sure you're, you're asking the four questions and you're super in tune to that portion. Of course, maximizing all the other things that you need to do. And then they also mentioned eating late at night. 
So, well, what if I, if I eat late at night and I split up my portion, that means I'm going to be eating really late. So if you're eating dinner late, I probably wouldn't split up that portion because you want to eat dinner as early as possible. So you get home at eight o'clock, I would just have the one portion rather than one portion at eight, eating it, and then maybe not eating the next portion until eight forty-five nine. So, so, um, just a few notes about that. Now, the second part of it is that you can take the same meals and portions you've been making and consuming, and you can not just separate it in two, but separate the protein from your carbohydrates. And then fats can go either way. Fats can go either way. And then you're going to consume the first part of uh, protein and fats. If you're adding that in mindfully, ask the four questions, assess how you feel when you're done, wait a half hour, and then consume the carbohydrate part of it. And that's really cool because it's getting you in tune with how proteins and fats feed into your satiety hormones, which is going to be something that we're going to talk much more. We're going to go deeper into in the tweaks coming up in the, in the next few weeks. So that's it. Don't overthink it. Some people are going to be like, well, I can't, I don't have time for this. So it's not about splitting all the meals and snacks. It's just more than what you are doing now. So if you could only split breakfast, you can only split dinner, do that. If you can only split meals, split meals. If you can split all the meals and snacks, then do that. So some people are going to be able to split all of them. Some people only some of them. It's only for four days you'll survive. Where there's a will, there's a way. It's a cool tweak. It's definitely worth doing. Okay. Are we done now? Did I cover everything? Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week, Gina. Um, (laughs) I thought it was super interesting this morning during the live when you had responded to that comment about, um, oh, when somebody had asked too about the 20 minutes, should I set a timer or just check Mm -hmm. in with myself and see how I feel? And that's something that's really important. And I think that it was a bit of an aha moment. Like we do need to point out when you come back for that, you still want to be consuming that second half you want to be having something at least a token bite of that second half when you come back 20 30 minutes later yeah because people always say well i'm i'm separating my meals and snacks and i'm eating the first portion i'm not actually hungry for my second portion yeah isn't that cool isn't that cool right because before when you were downsizing if i was just to tell you cut your meals in half and you can only eat the first portion everyone be like oh my god i'm starved i'm deprived i'm and that's what I love about this tweak is that you take people who try not to eat and now you have to eat. And when you can eat and the pressure is off and you're just left to feel in tune without worrying about, oh my God, did I eat enough? Not enough. Where am I at? Whatever. You just wait that half hour and you've given your body time to start to process and digest the food. You're like, huh? Oh, I can have this, but I'm not actually hungry for it. So you do, you definitely want to set alarms and timers because you, you don't want to really go any longer than that half hour. If you go 40 minutes every now and then it's no big deal, but you really don't want to go any longer than a half hour. Otherwise it's just your next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. So it's not the same thing, but you do have to have that second portion, even if it's just a token amount. And then alternatively, you can end up eating the first portion, waiting a half hour mindfully eating the second portion and at the end of it still be hungry and need to go back for a third portion. And then, you know, you can ask the four questions and leave yourself having just enough with that portion. You don't have to, you don't have to like eat the first one, wait a half hour, eat the second one, wait a half hour. You don't have to do that. So you can eat the first one, wait a half hour, eat the second one. If you're still hungry, just go back for more and then, you know, finish up your meal. I think there was a question about uh, token amounts that popped up. If they are not hungry and they're just having token amounts, um, if the snacks are already token amounts, should you still split? And I mean, that's a great question too, to kind of touch on that hunger is that 
you know, what do you do when it is when you aren't hungry and you're only having token amounts? Well, if you're, if it's a snack that you're not really all that hungry for, you don't have to split it. If you just like forcing your health to self to have a token amount, then you're, you're really not all that hungry for it. So you can just kind of leave it if you want to be, I mean, there is a benefit in splitting that because you never know you might split that start. Like when you, there's so many times where people aren't hungry for a meal or snack, then they start eating and then they recognize, Oh, I am actually hungry for this meal or snack or whatever. So with that said, you can either, if it's a, if it's snack, not hungry, just have a token amount and then skip your other meals or snacks coming down the pipeline. Or you can have, you know, a few bites of this, wait a half hour, have a, have another couple bites. You never know. You might end up being hungrier afterwards, but in that case, it depends, right? If just having a few bites of something, I probably just wouldn't bother splitting up that, that snack. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, let me read this. I'm on a plateau. I'm on the plateau of my life, uh, dropping by 0.2 and 0.4 the last few days. So coming close to my program low again, but hoping this snaps me out of it and I can smash a new program low with this week's tweak. Yeah. You should feel the same way with all of the tweaks each week, because it's not any one tweak that we're doing. It's everything that you've been doing in combination. Right. And when you're on a plateau, I've been hearing a lot about this lately where people are on that plateau. Sometimes what happens, yes, your body needs time to solidify your weight and you want a need plateaus for that. But if it's like a really long plateau, and you really are, you know, you're doing all the things. Sometimes you're doing all of the things, but you are not doing them in a way where you are like, you're getting the body's attention. And that's one of the, po that's like, you're, it gets to a place we're having some technical issues. This, this keeps happening where we keep losing our guests. Kim will be back. I know she'll be back. Um, but what can happen is your body gets really happy and content with what you're doing. You're in the routine. You got this, you're doing this, you're doing that. You're maximizing, you're doing all the things. And the body's like, man, this is amazing. I love this. And maybe you're noticing your body change, or maybe you're just kind of really feeling like on a plateau. Sometimes you have to like step into it a little bit more. You have to level up a little bit more. It's kind of like that threshold and that breaking point where it's not any one thing that you need to do. This is why it's such a good idea to pull up that maximizing post. It could be all the things in combination, just leveling them all up that much more, going that much deeper that kind of gets your body's attention. But that's the reason why the tweaks are really effective because, and we change them up, but not too much is because they get your body's attention. They get your body's attention. So with this tweak, yeah, I would be trying to split up as many meals and snacks as you possibly can with it. I would be trying to separate the proteins from the carbs if and when you can. Now, with that said, when you do split up the protein, um, from the carbs, I don't want anyone like eating a bowl of chili and then picking out like the beans and the meat part. We don't want to do weird shit with our food. It's just really when, if, and when you can. Hi, Kim, you're back. I see. I'm back. Yes, I dropped for a minute there. I, I'm assuming it's a technical issue so sh similar to what Christy was experiencing yesterday, but I was expecting it. Yeah. I didn't panic. <laughs> It's exactly what happened with what happened with Christy. And it happened to my podcast guest this morning. So it must be something with the platform that we're using. I did get okay. a notification um, that there's a Chrome issue. So I think it might be a Chrome thing. So something for us to look into maybe. Oh, that they got the same uh, notification on their end this morning. All right. Well, you'll probably come in and out. That's okay. I'll still be, I'll be sticking around. I'm still here. I'm still listening. <laughs> 
Um, here's another one. Been three weeks of stay in the same range, two to three pounds. I would say the exact same thing, right? It could be that you're on a plateau, but the same thing, like two to three pound range, bouncing up and down. Make sure you're drinking the water that you need, not just the water that you set for yourself each week. Make sure if you are, you know, moving your body, right? Try to lift a little heavier weights, try to get your heart rate up a little bit more, do more, more for your managing your stress, right? Have you taken deep breathing exercises? Are you stretching your body? Are you taking a bath? Are you doing things to actively manage your stress, your, your sleep. I know there's probably everyone listening could do something more for their sleep hygiene and get better sleep. So that's what I mean. Like if you're just kind of like in the same place, like if you're on a plateau and your weight isn't dropping, you sure as shit should notice your body changing. You should be noticing your body changing. You should be racking up non-scale victories because all the things that you're doing up are still doing are making a big difference and leading into change, even though the scale isn't. But a lot of times people get into the routine of it, right? It's so routine at this point. And they're just like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But they're not like doing it in a way that's going to get their body's attention, you know, kind of shake things up and, and get things moving again. Well, and that's something I was just talking to the team about prior to coming on here was the consistency, especially of returning members and being consistent with doing all of the things. And I think you touched on it this morning in the live with, you know, consistently letting in weekends and going off the rails on the weekend and letting in bits of bites. If that's where you're being consistent, and your scale is bouncing up and down, you really want to do something about that and be consistent with the food plan and with what you're doing here. Um, here's one. When splitting carbs and proteins, did you say eat the protein first? You're separating your proteins from your carbs. You're eating the protein portion first and the carbohydrate part second. And though, even though, because I know you're going to ask this, this is probably where it's coming from. For lunch, for example, the star of the meal is vegetables. So the way you put your meals together don't change. We don't want you overthinking that. So just like how you've been preparing all your meals and snacks these past few days, you're going to prepare them the exact same way. And then when they are on your plate, that's where you're going to take the protein part and you're going to separate that from your carbohydrates. And then, like I said, your fat can go either way. So say you have, I don't know, you have some avocado. You can have avocado with your protein, or you can have some avocado with your carbs. That's why we reposted that, that proteins, carbs, and fats post for you today in the group. And it's also linked in the app. So if you want to kind of review that, or you're going to take the same, the same portions, the same meals and snacks. I mean, obviously you can switch up the kind of foods that you're eating, right. And prepare those and then simply break them into two portions. So even though vegetables are still the star of the show at lunch and protein is still the star of the show at dinner, you want to prepare your meals and snacks the same. It's just that in the moment you want to split them up. You want to split them up. That's a great question. Um, and I think one thing, uh, the question that's come up a bit has been carbs. There's, we've got a few members saying, well, I haven't been eating carbs this whole time. How do I separate the two of them? And I know you love answering that question. So. This is why it's so important to really like read the proteins, carbs, and fats post. Really look at what is considered a carbohydrate. Because it's this thing, people talk about carbs, they think breads and pastas. And yeah, we're still not adding in breads and pastas. Carbs are also things like potatoes and squashes. Carbs are also rices and quinoas. Carbs are also vegetables. Carbs are also fruits or so carbohydrates, right? So if anything, your bread and pasta are processed carbohydrates, right? So they, they, they have carbs in them, they're energy foods, but those are processed foods. So whenever we're talking about carbs in the program, we're talking about whole foods and those run the, so you have been every day you have your fruit snack, 
that's a carbohydrate. Every day you make, you know, your vegetables, the focus at, at lunch, those are carbohydrates. Every time you add a vegetable to your meal, carbohydrates, your veg snack in the afternoon, carbohydrates. So those are carbs, right? I do. Every time someone says that though, it makes me really nervous because we're not a low carb, no carb program. So if you've just been forcing yourself to eat salads, for example, at lunch, and what you really feel like is some like rices or some quinoa, and then you're struggling with being hungry, but it's not like you're hungry. It's like, you're not satisfied. And I don't mean portion wise. I just mean like, you're not satisfied with the foods that you're eating. That's because you're probably not making your food choices, nutrient rich. And a big part of making your food choices, nutrient rich are being in tune in the moment and making sure if you're feeling like rice or quinoa or heavier carbs, you add those in. If you want some squashes or potatoes, you add those in. It's just that the lunchtime is a better place to do that. We just totally hit on something that I just think it clicked the right way for me just now. And that's the satisfaction, being satisfied with how much you're eating versus being satisfied with your food choices. And that's a huge piece of the mindfulness puzzle that I think is this is a, this is a great week to dig into that for members. Yeah. 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 When they are starting. Okay. So, um, I'm just making some notes here. Um, again, a big part of this tweak too, is the having to make yourself a priority, right? So it's unnerving. You know, I was saying this morning on the, on the live, I've had some people get really upset and some people will be like, you're like setting us up to fail and this is impossible. And it's already so much. It's only four fucking days. You can do it. It's four days. Um, it's an effective tweak. And if you don't want to do it, you could just work the basic food plan and you should still expect the scale to move. Because even if you're just doing the most basic things, you're still going to lose weight. It's just that these tweaks are meant to help you level up, dive deeper and help things progress, you know? Well, and I think it's uh, that, that all or nothing mentality that a lot of people have, that type A personality. Like I have to split all of my meals and snacks and there's value in you just doing the work at splitting one of them. So pick one through the day that works for you and really work on it. And you might find that next week when we do it, you're like, that wasn't so bad. I could probably do two or three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And embrace the feels too. Like if you're feeling like a little unnerved by this or irritated by it or frustrated or whatever it is, like someone made a great point this morning on the live. They're like, I'm just, I'm just frustrated. I'm not looking forward to it because I'm going to have to explain it to my family. I'm going to explain it to everyone around me. Okay, great. So stand up for yourself. Own what you're doing you know, share it with them. Don't share it with them. Like no one's really going to notice if you eat half your meal and then you're like, Oh, I think I'm full. And then you go back and you eat some more people like, Oh, you're still hungry. I'm still hungry. You don't really have to explain it. But what I did suggest that they do is go into why you have feels. Why are you unnerved about it? Why are you whatever? And that, that inconvenience factor is a big one, but deeper than that, it's like, it's already hard enough for people to prioritize themselves. Prioritizing yourself in your own life is so difficult that it's just like, oh God, how am I going to do that? I already take so much time for this diet, which means I already take so much time for myself. And now I have to focus on myself even more. So really go into the feels, really go into the feels um, for that. I also like that you said here, set yourself up for success by laying out a plan for your day ahead of time. If your commute is 20 minutes, have the first portion before you leave work and then the other half when you arrive home. Have breakfast a little earlier so you can have the other half before you go to work or leave for work. I love that. Make a plan for yourself. So you might have to organize yourself, plan what foods you are eating a little bit more. But again, it's only for four days, only for four days. That's a great tip. Yeah. Yeah. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, what else do we want to talk about here? Um, I think, well, I, I, I love that you touched on the satisfaction and how, you know, how it feels different with satisfying your food choices. Um, so I think one of the things that people want to know with this is like, what do I do if I eat my first portion and I'm feeling satisfied after that first portion? And that's really where this tweak digs into your portion sizes is you might finish that first portion. Think, okay, I still need more food, but 10 minutes later, like, oh, I'm actually good. And Mm -hmm. that's where with the second week of this, and you want to be fine tuning your portions as you go through this tweak, recognizing how you reacted, how you're feeling in the moment. Okay. I really realized the last two days that that lunch I made for myself was too much. Maybe the next day you kind of scale it back a little bit and see what happens. Yeah, it's a, that's exactly right. It's about getting even more in tune with those portions. Remember, the end game here isn't just for you to lose your weight and reach your goal weight. It's to be able to trust your body telling you when to eat, what to eat. Like, I'm hungry. I need to eat right now, right? Or maybe I'm a little hungry. I'm not sure. I probably should eat because I've gone a long time without eating. You know, um, what to eat. Oh, I want a steak. I want a salad. I need this. I need that. I want this. I want that. That's why I'm feeling like I need. And then how much to eat. And you want that to be all second nature that you don't even have to think about it. And your body's on your side. It's guiding you to good choices. It's letting you know when you're hungry, when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. That's that's really bigger picture with this tweak this week. And this is just another way to approach that opposed to downsizing. Think about downsizing, right? So you went through downsizing and then you're probably hungry, a little unnerved, some issues, some feels there. And then we brought it back to satisfaction and you survived. And then you notice that your portions were naturally smaller. Oh, look at that. All of a sudden I'm getting more just as satisfied on smaller portions. And so this is a different, just another way of getting into those portions where you're taking that pressure off of like, well, you know, I'm not going to, once I eat my meal or snack, I won't be able to eat again until my next meal or snack. So it's totally different when you can eat it and you have to eat it. That allows you to relax all the mental stuff about dieting. And you can be like, okay, well, this is what I'm eating now. Half hour from now, I can eat the rest. And it's amazing when that pressure is off where you're like, oh, I don't want it. I don't need it. And then there's a pattern there. Every meal that you have, you're not hungry for that second portion, then you're like, oh, okay. I'm making way too much food for myself. I don't actually need this big, 
you know, lunch, dinner, whatever. Right. So it, it is, it's so much bigger. There's so much bigger than that. Uh, here's someone, people really complain like that. Oh my God, why they already knew what to do. And then why they haven't done it. It's not complaining. It's just like, I think the group is a safe place for people to express how they feel. And what I love is that people get like, what I love about downsizing is that after four weeks of following that food plan, eating dissatisfaction, people don't want to switch. Because they're realizing what it feels like to give their body what it needs, need to satisfaction. So I love that they're a little bit resistant. Like, I really like this. I don't want to change it. Right. And so downsizing is meant to bring up the feel. So if someone's extra feely about it, I'm all about sharing people sharing how they feel, but it's not for me to like console you. It's for you to be like, why do I feel like this? What is the, what is it about this tweak? I want you to be successful. Like, I, of course, I, I was saying this morning, I don't benefit from you not being successful. The only way I benefit, Kim benefits, the business benefits, anyone business benefits is if you are successful. That, so we want you to be successful. So if you're feeling ways and you're like, oh, I'm a little pissed off, whether it's because now you have to explain it to your things or your family, or, you know, it's going to be, it's inconvenient or, oh my God, I'm exhausted of following and making change. Or it feels weird to think about it this much or whatever that is. That's just an opportunity. Those are the feels that can be brought up with this tweak. Just like downsizing has its own feels and, you know, the next weeks and tweaks coming down the pipeline have their feels too. I think that too, this tweak, one thing that in particular that I find very is to be really useful about it. Is it really for those that have been just kind of surface checking in up until now? It's very logistic. You are taking that meal and you are spit, splitting it. You were setting your timer or whatever. And then you were eating the other half. 20 minutes later. And just a reminder too, you're not necessarily finishing that whole other half. You're having what you need to be satisfied with that second half. Yeah. When you were downsizing, yeah. there was a lot of people that were like, I don't know. Am I able to, um, I don't know if I need more or not. I can't tell. This is like, we're doing a hard stop halfway through. You are waiting to see how you feel. Then we're doing it again. So it's almost like a more mechanical version of downsizing this week. And so for those people that are more like, I need to be forced and pushed into this, this is your chance to really um, pick up on some of the things that you might've missed during downsizing the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And downsizing isn't our be all end all. It's our weakest tweak. Like, it, you know, this week is called feeding the metabolism, which is so great for your metabolism, which is so great for people who spent their lives starving and depriving. And your metabolism is really low and barely functioning because your body's put you on reserve mode because you keep starving and depriving it, you know, every now and then. So this is like a much better week and tweak than downsizing to me, way more effective even than downsizing. But, you know, I get it. It brings, it brings up the feels. It's convenient. There's a little bit more planning to it. You have to step into it. Change, change is not easy for a lot of people. Just when they get used to one thing, we switch it up. But again, that's because your body can get comfortable and it can be happy. And so that's how we sort of keep things progressing, progressing is by these really cool tweaks this week, uh, each week. So someone's asking, can you have fruit with your lunch as a carbohydrate? So you always could. You always could. You are still having the components though of your meal. Nothing changes there. So lunch is still vegetables, protein, leafy greens, healthy fats, add in any extra heavy carbs like your potatoes, rices, quinoas, and such. But you, you could always add fruit onto your meal like berries on a salad, 
some grilled pineapple for dinner type of thing. Now that is more of a, a, a warmer climate type of thing, spring and summer that, you know, fruit on a salad doesn't typically tend to be all that appealing in the wintertime. Neither do salads, quite frankly. And you don't want to go adding it in because you want something sweet and you're not adding fruit to your lunch so you can have something sweet after your lunch. So it would really be a situation where you have berries on a salad, but they wouldn't replace your carbohydrates of your, your vegetables that you're adding in there or your heavier carbs that you, that you, if you're feeling the need to add them on, but you could always do that. Just like it's the same thing at breakfast. The, the focus is protein, but you can still add some blueberries on an oatmeal or whatnot, orange slices with your omelet. You could always add in fruit. It's just protein is the main focus. I like this comment. I hated this tweak when I first started this journey, but now I love it. Really gets you to be in tune with your body. Yeah, that's, there's a lot to be learned for, lots to be learned. Um, Here's another one. Gina, I don't really have enough kind words to tell you how much you've changed my life. Okay. Although the fracture has me wandering like a chicken with its head cut off. That's on me. Thank you everyone for the support and love it truly makes. You know, I'm going to throw that back on you. So you are doing the work. You are, we share this, Kim and I, we share this with thousands, hundred thousand people a year. And it's really about you doing the work. And sometimes you have to, I love that fractured bit because sometimes you have to, you have to kind of unravel you know, before you can put yourself back together again. And that's kind of what we're doing. We are, we are relearning just like Dr. Uh, Dr. Gina Karashaper says, right? We're relearning, right? We're, un- we're unlearning, we're relearning, and then we're learning new things. And with this process, it's about rewiring how your body's come to function. And that's where metabolism comes in because so many diets that you've done before are constantly putting your body in a state of burning fat, starving, depriving, not getting enough. It, 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 your body is so smart. It catches on to that and it figures out a way to keep you alive and living long. And so it wires itself in a way where it becomes very protective of its, its emergency energy reserve that you keep dipping into. It slows you down. So you keep those reserves. So it's not allowing you the access and the energy that you have. It wants you to hold on to those reserves. And so this is where your body has learned to, to, to do that. And that your set point is the amount that it's hoarding and holding on to because that's where it feels confident and comfortable. So we have to rewire how your body's come to function and then also your brain, right? You have to rewire everything, your issues, associations, your habits, your pattern of thinking. Are you looking always looking at the negative? Are you always berating yourself? Are you always thinking the worst? That's habit. That's habit because you're not born like that. So you've learned that it's become a habit and now we're rewiring that, right? So 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 that's all on you. I do want to I do want to there's another one here. I know we got to watch the time. Ramadan will start on March 11th for a month. We fast. Yes, I'm very familiar with Ramadan. Um do you suggest uh, me anything or how to eat in that window time to keep off what I've achieved? I'm going to be really honest with you. So and I respect, I respect what you're doing. How do I say this in a way of like going, I understand why you do it and I understand you have to do it and it's a choice and it's not a choice to not do it as well. So I'm going to be very respectful of that. This is probably leading into why your body is feeling a need to store fats. And it's no different than doing a calorie deficit diet or starving and depriving. And so going all day long without eating, you can't really follow the program 
and do that. So what I would suggest is that you put the program on holds and then you pick up when the time comes. But that doesn't mean that there's not there's not um, something you can do. When you do eat, especially because you're eating at night after the sun goes down, you want to make sure your your choices are on point. You want to be extra mindful about making sure you are giving the body your body everything that it needs and addressing its needs. So obviously you're going to go long periods of time without eating during the day. I would be mindful of like sort of your routine, like if you exercise, for example, you might want to really scale that down and meet yourself where you're at. Maybe just go for light walks. Maybe if you're doing some light resistance training, I wouldn't do anything heavy. I wouldn't do anything over exerting where you are forcing your body to dip into your fat reserves. Um, make sure you're managing your stress too, because you not getting the food that it needs. And then your stress levels being through the roof is like, again, a trigger for your body to store that fat. Make sure that you're trying to facilitate the best sleep possible. So eat as early as you can right? When the sun sets and really try to avoid, well, I haven't eaten all day. So I need to eat more in that window before I go to bed. So be very mindful of that as well. Um, yeah. So from dawn until sunset. So I don't know if you can also maybe get up a little bit earlier than you normally do. So if you normally you sleep in and then you end up not eating all day, if there is a way to get um, something into higher protein, especially in the morning. And then the last thing is just because you're not eating all day doesn't mean that you need to add in a whole bunch of, of those processed carbs like breads and pastas or you're eating all day. So you get to add in the junkier kinds of foods like that. Whatever you are eating, I would make sure it's still very similar to foods on place. We have so many people who observe Ramadan, who do the spring group. And I, I would never say don't do the program because what you are doing before and what you are doing after, and your body likes this change. And even taking a month off, your body will fall right back into it when you, when you're back at it, fall right back into it when you're back at it. So you don't need to stress. You don't need to worry, but those are my tips. Um, yeah. I would think, I think in the past, just thinking of comments we've had in the past regarding Ramadan is, um, you know, the, the feast that you have when the sun does set and everything. And that's where I think the big point that you made is that you want to focus on the nutrient rich things versus the empty kind of things. Like we've, you know, we've fasted all day. Now we need to feed and just still feed what you need in the moment versus trying to stockpile for the next day when you're going to be fasting again. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to, cause I know Ramadan's coming up. So I wanted to definitely address that. Here's one. I'm worried that I will be okay to cut back on the second portion, but feel very hungry later and crave to overeat. You got issues. You got issues. Cause what you're trying to do is control and manipulate your hunger levels. And you are assuming that when you are eating enough to feel satisfied, that you need to eat even more than that in order to last you longer. And that's not how the body works. So you are still dealing with issues that probably started to come up during downsizing. And so this is not a concern at all. Um, I understand how it is for you. This is a particular concern after dinner when I crave a snack around nine o'clock. Well, you're craving a snack around nine o'clock because you're probably cutting the fact that you said cut back on portions is a bit of a red flag for me. You're probably not eating enough in the moment. Again, it's not, it's not like you're eating to feel enough to feel satisfied when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later, right? And so it's still eating to satisfaction. And if you're hungry at nine and you're craving carbs and sugar, it's probably water. 
If you're hungry in the evening, it's probably because your weight is about to drop. If you're still hungry at nine o'clock at seven weeks in, you're probably feeding into that. And that's just a habit of what you're doing. So this tweak has, you have to look at the fact that you are hungry about nine o'clock and you crave a snack as a totally separate issue. So you have to separate the two. One has, doesn't have anything to do with the other. You should not be craving at nine o'clock at night. And at this point, seven weeks in, if you get triggered or something, you might be like, oh, I feel like a snack, but it should be very easy for you at this point to be like, I don't want a snack. And, or at least that's where you want to get to. And obviously if you've been adding in the snacks, you're just kind of perpetuating that situation. If you're not drinking enough water, you're perpetuating it because you're craving carbs and sugar because you're dehydrated. And then if you're not paying attention to what's happening on the scale or what weight loss looks like and feels like to you, and you're not picking up on the fact that when you are hungry at night, it's related to the scale moving the next day, you really want to pick up on that. But you're eating the first few. So here's the thing. Do you feel like that right now? These last couple of days? Are you worried that, are you worried right now? Because we're literally taking the same portions, the same thing that you've been doing, nothing changes. And tomorrow, all you're going to do is the exact same thing, but you're going to split your portion in two. You're going to eat the first portion, asking those four questions. You're going to wait 30 minutes, and then you're going to eat the second portion. You can eat it all if you feel like you need it all. You ask those four questions, and you need it all in order to feel satisfied. You can do that. So see what I'm saying? This is why I'm saying you have issues. What are you afraid of? Because literally nothing changes. And if you want, you can eat the first portion, wait 30 minutes, eat the second portion. If you're still hungry, go back for a third portion and then ask the four questions and eat just enough of that portion. See what I'm saying? So this is a mental thing already. And this is why this tweak is so important because it's getting into that. So you, your body doesn't, just because you eat more, your, doesn't mean it lasts you longer or your body takes more. The, the focus on that is like making sure your food choices are super nutrient rich and make sure that you're not cutting your portions or trying to eat less. That can be problematic. We got to go. Tony just told me. So it must be lunchtime. Um, <laughs> I think we covered it. I know, normally Kim and I, we talk about the tweak next week, but it's just going to be the exact same tweak next week. And so when we stop splitting up the meals and snacks, we're going to go back to following the food plan again, in which very similar to downsizing, you're going to pay attention to those portions, right? You're going to pay attention to what was happening when you were splitting up the meals and snacks and then adjust those portions accordingly. Final yes. words, Kim? Um, just do your best over the next few days, do what you can. And, you know, some tips, ask yourself the questions, set your timers. But the number one thing that is going to make you feel like you were successful at this week is just simply making yourself a priority. Oh, wow. I love that. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. Uh, thanks, Kim. Thanks for everyone who is watching or listening. Try to have fun. Try to have fun with the tweak this week. We're going to be back next week because we're going to take what you've learned and the kinds of questions. So what Kim does is gather all the questions you guys are asking, all your concerns, all your talking points, and we're going to go through all of them. Of course, we're going to be talking about it the next few weeks. Do not be shy about popping into the Facebook support group at any time and letting our team know if you have any questions. We really are here for you. Or um, how you're feeling. Have fun with it. What? I want to hear how people are feeling while they're doing this. The ones especially that are like, I can't do this. I'm angry. I love hearing like, actually, it wasn't so bad. And I kind of like it. So please come in the group and share that. Because 21 groups in, we know that people, as much as they can hate this tweak, it ends up being their favorite 
tweak at the end. Cool. They're always like, oh, it's my favorite. So we know we know you're going to love it. We know you're going to love it. Have an amazing day, everyone. And we will uh, see you for next week's tweak. Bye. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.